as to when human beings first figured out that by increasing the tension on a string or loosening the tension on the string, they could change the tone. What we do know is that there's virtually no end to the number of instruments that have been built on that principle. Uh, and today we have just a, a small uh, uh, segment of that that we're going to show you of how people from around the world have uh, used the principle of, of uh, the pitch of a string to build instruments and make music. One thing I want to tell you about uh, in, in, in presenting this is we've got a guy on stage who's going to help you understand that, John Lohman. He's with the uh, Virginia Folklife Program. And I, I think everybody here, particularly those who are from Virginia, should recognize how lucky we are, not only in the, in the rich uh, folk traditions we have in this state, but in the work of people at the, uh, like John, who, uh, who work to preserve those and, pr and uh, uh, promote them. Uh, he is widely regarded as, uh, as the, one of the top folklorists in the country. Uh, and uh, I encourage you to go on the, uh, the uh, Virginia Folklife uh, website and see all the things they're doing. Uh, you're in good hands. John, take over. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Isn't it a beautiful day out here? Unbelievable. We are definitely blessed here with the, uh, this is the first Richmond Folk Festival. You know, we've been doing it as the National Folk Festival for three years. Uh, the National has moved on now to Butte, Montana. I had the pleasure of actually being there this summer and saw Butte uh, see it for the first, first time. And it's in good hands over there. But it's been really great to see that Richmond has continued it on and will continue to do this year after year, calling it the Richmond Folk Festival. Uh, what do you think of that? And that's a testament to all the wonderful uh, corporate sponsors, amazing corporate support that we've had here in Richmond. It's a testament to volunteers like these folks walking around here with their buckets. Uh, and if you, when one passes you by, please make sure that you drop something in the bucket. It helps us to, to continue to keep, keep bringing this to you for, as a free festival. Uh, but mostly it's a testament to the unbelievable talent that we have at this festival year after year after year. And... Uh, I'm very, very excited about these folks that you're about to see. Where It's a World Strings workshop, and it truly is a World Strings workshop. And we're going to kind of spend a little time with each of these artists and maybe get a chance for some of them to try to play something together uh, as well. But first, I just want to let you know uh, who we have here. Has anyone had a chance to see Harmonia this weekend? Awesome, huh? This is Al Alexander Federuk. Make him feel welcome from Harmonia. Uh, and he brought along his uh, friend here, Steve Greenman. Make him feel welcome. One of the great violin players we have in this music. And I get to sit next to this gorgeous instrument. Alexander, tell us a little bit about this instrument that you play, uh, a little bit about where it comes from and where, how you came into it, maybe for starters here. Sure. Uh, the instrument here is called Cymbalom, spelled uh, C-I-M-B-A-L-O-M. We'll have a test after the workshop. Uh, it has 125 strings, and it weighs about 260 pounds without a shipping case, and um, has four legs, a uh, pedal, and I have two dampers on the sides here. So uh, it basically, it's like a, a piano. You press the pedal, and it opens the, uh, 
uh, dampers lift up and it opens the uh, strings and then they sustain. So I'll give you a demonstration here. So it just rings. And I close it with the damper. So I use, I use damper a lot uh, for when I, when I do accompaniment. When Steve plays a melody, I do a lot of accompaniment on closed pedals. It's very uh, dry. It's good for accompaniment. Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, also, I use uh, different hammers. So I'll, I'll just give you a quick demonstration yeah, here. Yeah, sh hold the hammers just up a little yeah. bit so people can see that there's all different types of mallets uh, that Alexander yeah, uses. I have four, uh, four pairs, and um, they're all, we, they have different sound, and we use them for different uh, uh, pieces and for different regions uh, in Eastern Europe. So this one here it has no, no cotton, and it's very metallic sound. In Carpathian Mountains, on a small cymbalums, they use this, this kind of sound. To, uh, when we do Hungarian pieces, uh, they use very soft, uh, soft sound to accompany violin for uh, different pieces, and it's very similar to the sound of the piano. Examples yeah. or? Yeah. As I should say also, uh, Harmonia, as you know, they're from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cleveland has some, in the house. Have some support here. Some uh, this is, of course, a, a real hotbed of Eastern European musical forms. It's a very diverse community. Uh, so Harmonia has members from different Eastern European countries, correct? And that's kind of part of the scene there, is it? Uh, yes, we have, uh, um, in our group, uh, we have folks from Ukraine. Slovakia, um, and then we have uh, people with Hungarian background, Croatian, Russian, Polish, Russian, yeah. yeah, so it's all uh, very diverse. And I was just curious as to, are these musics out in Eastern Europe, are these musics mixed together as they are here in the States, or is that something really that happened more, you know, in, in Cleveland and places like that? Uh, s some countries use uh, similar repertoire, but uh, for the most part, uh, there is very distinct regions and uh, specific uh, traditions. Yeah, even even in uh, cities like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Detroit, the Rust Belt, where a lot of the East European immigrants settled, um, the communities kind of they really treasured the uh, their culture and their ethnicities, and still to this day, like in Cleveland, Alex and I play regularly for like the Hungarian Scouts balls where they teach the kids Hungarian and, and dan the dancing of the culture. And, and Alex plays for Slovak events. We play for Ukrainian events. It's like, it's still happening. It's still existing, even out of the old world. All right. Well, you all ready to hear something then playing together? What do you think? Yeah. This is Steve Greenman and Alexander Federuk.
All right, we'll play a, a Hungarian piece. Uh, first piece is called a Hallgato, which is a um, kind of a slow, sad Hungarian song. And as our band leader, Walt Mahovlich, always says, um, a Hungarian is never happy unless he's crying. <laughs> so we'll try to make you cry in this first piece. Then we'll follow that up with a Chardash, which is the Hungarian national dance. Please. Stephen Greenman there on the fiddle and Alexander Federuk, Harmonian. Well, I don't know if you've had a chance uh, this weekend to see these uh, uh, lovely young ladies from Ireland. Uh, Leah Dunn, anyone had a chance there? Beautiful singing and beautiful instrumentation. And uh, we have their harp player here, Sheila Denver. Make her feel welcome today. And Sheila, that is a beautiful harp. And I heard you say before it was in as Canadian. It's it? actually Canadian, yeah. Um, I played an Irish harp for years, and um, I wanted a new one. I wanted to have two because of the all the traveling. It gets kind of beaten around a bit. And then I found this one, a, a Canadian maker called Larry Fisher. So um, I bought one when I was up in Canada recently, and I'm very, very happy with it. It's a great harp. <laughs> Wonderful. How long have you been playing the, the harp now? Um, probably around 15 years or so. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Okay. So we start off, um, I started off playing piano first and a bit of tin whistle in school. Everybody in Ireland usually gets to play the tin whistle. You might have seen my, my bandmate Elaine playing um, the, the little whistle, the, it can be brass or tin. And then we kind of move on from there and some people move on to the fiddle and then I demanded a harp, so. 
My father's been wishing ever since that I got a tin whistle because he's been carrying it around all <laughs> my life. It's quite heavy. <laughs> Not as heavy as yours, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I should say that Sheila has won competitions for her singing and, and, and her harp playing. And I was, I was curious about the role of competitions mm. there in Ireland uh, in terms of with... Yeah, music, competition music. has played a, a big part, I suppose, in the music and in the song. And as with all kinds of competitions, there's positives and negatives in the, in the, the competitions. Um, with the kind of resurgence of nationalism in Ireland, we um, started this uh, thing called Coltus Kjol Tudi Aaron, and you actually have some branches over here in America as well. Um, basically, there was a big resurgence in Irish music, and the competitive element was a very strong element in that. And also, we have a thing called Erechtus Nagailge, and that's for the promotion of Irish language and song, and we'd have lots of competitions in that. So it is quite prevalent and quite important, but it's still not the main thing. I, I was never one for competitions myself, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I know here, in, of course, in Virginia, you know, in southwest Virginia, all, all through actually that region, the fiddlers' conventions that go on all summer, uh, and to see how it, it's been interesting to see there are a lot of musicians that it's actually the, the competitions that really motivated them yeah. to be the kinds of players that they've be become. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, it, it makes you practice anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's hear what this beautiful okay. instrument sounds yeah. like, Sheila. What are you going to do for us? Um, I think I'll play a very old song um, that was written by a man called Anthony um, Raftery. And it's a very sad song, like your, your songs. We've got a lot, a lot of sad songs. I'm just going to play the melody of it for you. It's about... Um, these people from a place called Anach Kuhn that um, took a trip to the market in a boat. There was lots of um, traveling by boat in those days. And um, there was a sheep in the boat and he put the fo his foot through the boat and um, the, the ship, um, the boat filled up with water and they all drowned by two or three people. Oh. And I'll play a little jig after um, the song, <laughs> just to liven it up a bit. And the jig is actually called The Sheep in the Boat. <laughs>
That's, that's beautiful. And I think you got some of the young people crying during that one, I heard. They're a little more in touch with their emotions than the rest of us. Are. I, I thought, actually, John, if you don't mind, I might want to move, move down here to, to, to meet Carlos just to have a talk about these two harps kind of in comparison. And uh, uh, this is uh, Carlos Rojas here, and he's from Grupo Cimarron, a phenomenal group. I don't know if you've heard them yet. Uh, and he uh, brought a friend with him there. Scott said some nice things about me. I want to also say some nice things about Dan there. That's a uh, gentleman there has done so much to, to bring so much of this music uh, uh, to our attention. And he's been with the National Endowment for the Arts, and now he's with uh, Smithsonian Folkways Records. And somebody I admire quite a bit, Dan Sheehy, is there with him. Make him feel welcome today. And, <laughs> And, uh, and I should say, actually, that, that uh, Dan over at Folkways, they've done so much work uh, with, with groups uh, you know, from South America and Latin America. And uh, this uh, group, uh, the Grupo Cimarron uh, record that they did, uh, Si Soy Llanero, uh, was nominated for a Grammy in 2005, Best Traditional Record. So you should definitely go and pick that up over there at the record tent. And let's say hello there to Carlos. Carlos, tell us. <laughs> Now, Carlos plays a very different style of, 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 of harp, I know, and a different style of music there. The, tell us a bit about this, uh, this music of the plains there in uh, Colombia. Si, si puedes contar un poco de la música de los llanos y qué, qué diferencia tiene como... El tipo de música que hacemos en los llanos del Orinoco es eh, llamada genéricamente joropo. So uh, this music comes from a plains area along the Orinoco River that's, uh, if you know a little bit about your geography, is over in east, the eastern part of Colombia, and it actually goes over into Venezuela as well. In fact, a lot of time this music is associated more with Venezuela than Colombia, but nevertheless in Colombia, people are really proud of their music. It's called Joropo, Joropo. Una música tocada por gente, pastores de ganado, Montadores de caballo es una región ganadera. This is a cattle raising uh, region. So, uh, so the people who uh, historically and even today uh, perform and create this music are, are uh, working people who with riding horses and herding those cattle and very much a part of that lifestyle uh, is what you'll hear through the music. El tipo de arpa que nosotros usamos es muy similar al arpa que trajeron eh, conquistadores españoles a Sudamérica, originalmente hecha en cedro, como esta que tengo yo acá, hecha en cedro, y eh, de cuerdas de fibra animal. So, going back in history, this harp has its uh, roots in Spain, and uh, during the colonial period, you know, the early 1500s, up, up and mainly up until, uh, until the uh, first part of the, of the 1800s, Harps were one of the, some of the main instruments brought from Spain to the New World in Latin America. And they're made generally out of cedar, such as this one is, cedar wood. It's a very light, very porous, uh, resonant cedar. And historically, the strings are made out of uh, some kind of fiber. Of course, this is a nylon fiber today, actually. El tipo de música que hacemos no se hace con arpa solista. Se toca siempre acompañada de otros instrumentos, primordialmente una pequeña guitarra llamada cuatro y una y maracas. So the, this music is actually not solo harp music. Right now uh, we have a solo harp here, but but uh, it's normally played with two other instruments. One is a cuatro, 
four, and it has four strings, small guitar, and the other is a pair of maracas. And it uh, looks very simple, those maracas, but if you can hear them later today, you'll find out it's not simple at all. <laughs> so that's, that's your basic trio for this uh, kind of harp music. Voy a ejecutar una improvisación corta sobre una pieza tradicional llamada El Pajarillo. So uh, Carlos is going to play a little, uh, little, little uh, piece of uh, this traditional kind of piece called pajarillo, which literally, literally means uh, bird, but this is like a, a kind of a, a, a piece that can be improvised in any number of directions. It's in minor key, and Carlos is going to play just a little section of this for you. It's, uh, it's interesting to hear how much more percussive uh, that is. I noticed that Carlos has, has long fingernails, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, long nails, and Sheila doesn't. <laughs> it should really be the other way around. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was going to say. Uh, and, uh, and we also, we, before, uh, before we did this, they were back both playing a little bit, and we were trying to see if we could find tunes they could play together, and it was very difficult, because for one thing, the harps are tuned totally different, so... I guess your bass string and your bass string are different notes entirely, right? Yeah, I think my, my lowest note is a C, and is Carlos' lowest note is C. C. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So C, just to make things a uh, little muddier, C <laughs> in Spanish means B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought something wasn't working there. I yeah. <laughs> As I said, and are you all enjoying this so far? Are we doing okay? I, I am. I am. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've had a chance to see Nadim Delaikan and his band uh, this weekend. Anyone? Yes. Beautiful. Uh, also, also from the Midwest now. Detro we're moving over to Detroit, uh, where we have, uh, as which much uh, as Cleveland is a hotbed of Eastern European, Detroit is, has really been a hotbed of, of uh, different forms of Arabic music. <laughs> Uh, and we have a member of that band here, John Sarwe. Make him feel welcome today. And, uh, 
And uh, I should say that uh, John was just honored uh, with the Michigan State Heritage Award, which is the highest honor they have in Michigan for a traditional Thank artist. Thank you. And tell us about that, about that instrument you, 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 you have your hands on there. Tell us about that instrument. Um, I played this, this instrument since I was 14 years old. I graduated from the Institute of Music in my country. After that, uh, I start learn how to make those instruments. Okay, so this so is a homemade instrument here. So I, I made this instrument for myself. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> uh, this instrument is called the Kanon, K-A-N-O-O-N. It's mean the law of our music. Um, yeah. It has four octaves, and um, we made this instrument from walnut wood, and uh, um, it has uh, 98 strings, and it has a fish skin to make the sound comes out. Mm. Did you say fish skin? Yes, fish, fish skin. Oh, look at that. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And here we have uh, the machine to change the tones from okay. flat and charts. Wow. And you um, said 98 strings? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and we I tune it like the piano, 440. A440. I guess its closest cousin here, I guess, would be the zither, perhaps? Yeah, or that's sort yeah, of similar to Maybe the same family, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I know you all know the zither, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a dulcimer getting closer, I guess. Then, uh, especially in our music, we have the quarter tone. That's mean when uh, the, the, the European scale is one, one half, one, one, and one half. We have one, three quarter, three quarter, one, one, three quarter, three quarter. That's mean we have quarter tone. Okay. Like nice. And <laughs> John, do you play with uh, uh, picks on yeah. your fingers? I play with two picks. Okay. All right. And uh, those pictures from the deer horn, we make it. Okay. okay. I, sh I should say also, John is from Syria originally, yeah. uh, and as in Detroit, and, and playing in a band with people from other countries as well. Yeah. So it's similar uh, to the scene that we discussed in Cleveland. Uh, um, it's a very interesting thing you find in America, that these, these disparate music sometimes come together and, and yeah. create new things here. Yeah, you know, in our country... There, there is parts of uh, cities they make different music, like in Lebanon, different than uh, Egypt, Egypt different than Syria, Syria different than Jordan. But uh, there is the uh, international music for all of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to play us a piece? Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
And, uh, and I see that you have, we had a, a pickup there. Uh, yeah. We had a little, little fizz going on. Yeah. I want to say also, you know, part of what makes this festival so good every year is not just we have top artists, we have really excellent people working the sound there, John and uh, Rags back there and Dean back there on the board, all these stages. Um, you know, this is not easy to do. I mean, you know, you know, we have yeah, a, right. you know, all these instruments from all over the world, and then next up there'll be a reggae band, and then there'll be, you know, acoustic guitar, and then after that a ska band. It's, it's really uh, amazing what they're able to do. So give them a hand again for all the folks working sound and the stage, too. So I was hoping, and I don't, you know, part of with these workshops, sometimes you try things and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Uh, but I, I just thought to see if there's any way we can get Carlos and you guys kind of trying to work something out together. I don't know if that's well, something that's going to... I had an idea here. All right. <laughs> it might work. <laughs> there's a story in 1920s that there was a group that came here from Ukraine and they sang a song. It's called Oitam Nahori, which means uh, on, on the hill there is an oak tree. And the governor of Louisiana heard that song and he liked it very much. And he came up with uh, English words to it and we know it as You Are My Sunshine. It's the same song. So I just see, maybe we can do uh, You Are My Sunshine in G. Nice to have Sheila sing one because uh, uh, I'm sure the harp is a beautiful instrument to also accompany the, the voice, right? Is I that part of why you got into it? Do you want me to sing and play? Yeah, could you? Could you? Okay. Uh, I'll try. Yeah. Is, it, is that okay with you? I want to see how the harp works as an accompaniment instrument. And Sheila's such a beautiful singer. Well, not so beautiful singing this morning now after the big party last night, but <laughs> we'll try. Um, 
sing a few verses of a, a song, not from my own area, from the Donegal area in Ireland. I'm from Connemara, the Irish-speaking area in the west of Ireland. But this song comes from the Irish-speaking area that's in the north of Ireland, in Donegal. And it's a song called Breeds Ogniwala, and it's um, a song about a girl called Young Breeds O'Malley. And this young man is in love with her, but she decides to go off with another. So, a woman's prerogative, I think. <laughs> And it's in C if anyone would like to drone along or something. As Sheila Denver. Carlos, so I want to ask about uh, with the music. Is this music 
uh, mainly for dancing or for concerts or que si esta música para bailar o para conciertos o para para qué eh, fundamentalmente es una música para bailar acompaña cantantes también acompaña canciones pero es una música de baile es una música de danza yeah this is fundamentally a dance music it can accompany singers you can play it in a concert and right here at three o'clock for example you've ever hear it played in a concert uh, but fundamentally it is a dance music all right why don't we see if maybe carlos like to get us going on one and if anybody wa uh, wants to dare join in they they get carlos it says he's closer to a <laughs> than anything else it's just right. just to give you a little He's going to move up uh, toward uh, A major here, he says. And as you'll notice, this harp, uh, let's see. This is uh, every string is tuned by that little key there, sort of the, the old way. You know, there are lots of different uh, styles of Latin American harp. Some of them have very elaborate lever systems, uh, some on the top, a few on the bottom. Uh, but uh, this is like the straight ahead, plain style harp with uh, each one of those strings tuned with that little key uh, without the benefit of le levers there. So Carlos is, uh, every time you change a key, if it's to the next related key, you have to change about five strings, uh, one per octave there to, to uh, get where you want to go. And if you want to go further away, you better take a little bit of a time out because it's going to take a while to get there. So fortunately, he's close to A, and now I think, estamos en la, no? En la? Okay, now we're in A major, he says. So here we go. and it has like a repeated harmonic cycle so it's pretty simple basically so if you can kind of get on board the train then it'll take you it'll take you where we all want to go all right <laughs> yeah. this is the, the progression
think that was a first. Wow, we are, how about that? That's a, that is a world strings situation here. I think we have time to do one little quick one again, but I just want to again thank these artists so much. Alexander Federuk, Steve Greenman there on the violin, Sheila Denver on harp, John Sarwet on the canoon, and Carlos Rojas on the harp. You want to lead us in one, Steve? All right. We have just a minute. We'll let Steve lead us on something here. Hopefully, we can all play together. Okay, okay this one's in D. Uh, um, John, you can help with this one. This one's uh, called Mustafa. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Alexander Federuk, Steve Greenman, Sheila Denver, John Sarwe, Carlos Rojas.